And we're right back at it again, coming at you. It's actually a chilly, rainy day in the sleepy suburbs of Kaiser, Oregon. Coming at you live, it's the March and Mitch podcast featuring Mitchell Herring, Alexander Marchewski, featuring Celine Santa's Pond. This week, we're going to talk to you about performing artist Garden, if you know him as Nicholas Kerr. We're also going to talk to you about the 1990 film, 1999 film, <laughs> Boys Don't Cry. According to uh, research, boys, in fact, do cry. And then they die. And be sad the entire time. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> we'll talk about our unpopular opinion on this week's podcast. And as our closing statement, we'll talk about my favorite segment, Marchewski and his brewskis. This week, it's one of our family favorites. Let's get the ball rolling here. How's everyone feeling today? <laughs> What's going on, guys? I missed you guys. <sighs> Well, I'm ready for the Marchewski's Brewski segment. That's the thing that I've been hearing up to all day. <laughs> definitely. This one's definitely a big hit for us. How you doing today, Alex? How's your day been? It's been pretty good. I just, you know, when you eat a lot of sushi, all that rice gets in. Just, you know, you're sleeping, sleeping. <laughs> I, <got it. laughs> I was driving up here and the drive was real calm and nice. And, you know, it's a nice chilly day here in Marion County. I just, I just get tired sometimes. I've been working uh, nice for four years. And then, you know restaurant market crash. So I've just been working all these gigs and stuff and waking up hecka early or, you know, just sleeping weird hours. And, uh, man, oh man, I get to go to a meeting at the restaurant tomorrow. So we'll see when jobs mm, happen back up. or if they don't happen, I'd rather have a little bit of job thing than no job thing. We'll see. Yeah. How about you, Mitchell? How you been? I'm tired. If I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's okay. I'm so tired. The burdens and the pain of living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did that happen? We're getting, uh, man, we're not 21 anymore. <laughs> Shipple. It's because we have a segment called Marchewski's Brewski. Yes. That's a sign. <laughs> pointing. We drink too much bone hurting juice this week, and that's why we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything good about me is gone, and all that's left is the beer. <laughs> Freaking literally. And, and Selene, how have they been today? Oh, it, it's big been oof. a day. Big I, I think that we are, yeah, all in the, the big oof boat. It's been a big oof day, whether it's your bones, the job you work, or any combination. I think based on everybody that I've talked to, it seems like people have been all around just weird and spicy today. Yeah. Like People have not been their best selves today, so I think that we're all just a little emotionally exhausted. Physically Mercury exhausted. must be in Gatorade. Yeah. Not <laughs> too much beer, who knows? Uh, yeah, you know, it's weird. It's so funny when everyone's on the same wavelength and that, and that weird mood happens and people are just like, righteously pissed off for no reason and you're just like why what is going on exactly i respect your sentiments we need a local witch we need a segment called this week with the witch hey yeah calling anyone who's spooky who dabbles please reach out <laughs> why am i so tired gotcha gotcha Speaking of sleepiness, we've, we're going to talk about a very sleepy boy today coming at you from the Southwest, is performing artist. We know him as Nicholas Kerr. The fans of his performance know him as Garden. That's correct. That's Garden, spelt like G-U-A <laughs> as in Axel, R as in Rhonda, no, D as in dog, <laughs> I as in Ibex. I as in Igloo. That's that's if we're if we're talking the military correct. Yeah. Yes, yes. He is in Paul. I apologize to all of those brave men and women. A is in auto zone. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the zone. <laughs> oh man. Sometimes uh, on, when I when I'm taking calls, I'll just mess with people and I'll just make things up. I'm like <laughs> P is in P is in pterodactyl. <laughs> Dude, I yeah, I can never ever remember the phonetic alphabet, and I'm always just like taking these really long pauses trying to think of something. I'm like, H is in harmonica, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> weird choice. I know what letter you mean, but weird choice. T is in tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, sir. Can I speak to your supervisor? They can't spell it either. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Honey, I just gave her a social security to AutoZone. I don't know why. Yeah, can you imagine? I'd be so mad. So what is wrong? What are you on? Get off. Just be done. Oh my freaking gooshness. So Garden. 
Gardens music to me, if we're staying on the vibe of maybe just music, I wouldn't necessarily transcribe as email, but also music I wouldn't necessarily say is rap, but mostly just like the biggest trend I noticed. And I think like my friends here would agree, uh, like Celine, would you say like sa like sad crooner with beats is a big mood right now? Sad crooner with beats, I feel like exactly is a big yeah. mood right now. I've heard everything from a sad trap to emo rap to sad, sad boy. R&B, sad boy R&B is, is one that I'm really starting to see a lot nowadays, especially with these artists like Gucci, Highwaters and uh, Lund. And we actually saw all three of these artists on tour and it was actually really entertaining for being such a mellow act. All three really just, they brought that volume to the stage. It was entertaining. I don't know half the words you just said. You said something prior to that. What vocabulary, or is or is my voice just sad? Crooner with beats. That's the one. Yes. Thanks. Well, because we're talking, yeah. we're not really talking about rap, but we're not really talking about singing. It's right. it kind of lives somewhere in this weird middle ground. So it's we've got you know kind of singing, but going kind of fast. There's kind of some bars, but then we've also got kind of traditional trap beats. Is that what that's called? Celine could not be more correct. Exactly. Gardens music reminds me of. A somewhat very naive younger man with who's idealistic, but also very aware. Maybe a lot of Garden's lyrics tend to address everything from being stoned, <laughs> mental health, hopping in the whip and visiting a local five guys. Yeah. Everything from that to essentially just, you know, dealing with feelings of loneliness, being lost <laughs> in your life, not knowing where your focus is. While also well, enjoying and fucking garden's so fun because it's all that type <laughs> of stuff mixed in with random lyrics like Clifford the dog was a nympho. Literally, his quirk. Yes, yes, most definitely. The amount of quirk and character brought by his music has definitely been touching in ways I find very relatable, but at the same time, almost profound in a sense. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your favorite uh, garden song? Probably, uh, Celine. What would you What would you say is your favorite garden song? Ooh. It kind of it really changes a lot depending on my mood and what I've been listening to recently. Um. I would say probably Cliff Note or Flatline are that, kind of my, my two that I keep coming back to. Bumping one because that beat's good and the delivery. And then like you're going to go off. You're going to have such balls that your stanza goes off with Cliff Bars suck. And Clifford the dog was a nympho. <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is why this is not my segment. I'm not sure what we're talking about. This is true statement. And it's fact. Literally. In, in the lyrics, we can look it up. Pull it up on Google. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, the craziness. So, so there's a specific song, and and he sta and he states that Clifford the dog was an info. Yes, like this should be like a Law and Order episode. Yeah. Cold, cold case files. Right. So, wow. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Please, please pardon me. Sorry. Have a beer. Yeah. The carbonation will do that. Oh gosh. That's what we do here. Mm-hmm. So garden. Okay. Did, so what are we listening to tonight, Alex? What are we going to, which song are you going to want to pop um, up here? The garden, uh, the, the song of the week for the artist of the week, I'm going to choose uh, my favorite track off garden's newest release, which is creature two. The song is called, uh, alive. I had a really emotional drive one day driving to Portland to see my best friend who was visiting out of town and this, uh, release, it just came out. So, um, when you hear, you know, go 65, no destination inside of my mind and you're on the I-5 freeway and this is perfect and it really made me feel something. So to have that level of, let's do this, this is music, you know, it kind of made me feel good. And then to have that come full circle a few weeks later with all my best friends at his show was really fun. So it was a good time. Check out Garden, also known as Nicholas Kerr. He may have green hair. He may have black hair. Wait. Either way, he looks like a cartoon. The, yeah, that's a, now we he, did go see that one. That was the one. I that was, was we were. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, and he was he was the one that partway through through his set, you were like, oh, I, I actually like this. We guy. have great pictures from that show. <laughs> uh, you mean the ones where I can't find the camera? Yeesh. <laughs> There's like three pictures, and each one I'm looking in different directions, and every all three of you are like, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! There's the camera, and I'm like, what's that over there? Oh my goodness. Yes, Did someone say something to the right? No, definitely not. The Hawthorne Theater is 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 really, really fun. And uh, Celine, you said you belong to a group. What's the group called again? And, and you guys have a thing? The Ants one? No, no, there's 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 a <laughs> <laughs> What do you what do you call that collective you guys do? Oh, the tiny hand collective. Uh, yeah, so me and uh, my my two very best friends, um, one of them, uh, her name is Anne, she found these weird-ass little rubber tiny hands that you wear as finger puppets, 
And they just brought all of us so much joy that she just invested in a bunch of them for all of us. And one thing led to another. And now the three, me and her and our, our dear friend Rien are all in a tiny hand collective, which is just the three of us yeah. hanging out, getting drunk, but also talking about tiny hands. And and the story and the travels of the tiny hand collective were passed on to yeah, exactly. some of the artists that night. Because later we go on Instagram and then our favorite gal, Rianne, has a oh, photo with, with, right. with freaking Garden. And he's holding the whole and he's tiny, got tiny hand hands. Rianne. He's, he's just kicking hands. it. He's chilling with the toe. Like, oh my God, we know that. Yeah, so she managed to pass off tiny hands to both Gucci and Garden Yo. that night. So they spent the rest of the tour, hopefully fingers crossed, tiny fingers crossed. That is clutch. And that's, it's true, Dave, because I remember we pull up like the Instagram, like live, and he's just chilling with the tiny hand. <laughs> like it's his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little plastic <laughs> tiny hand. I think you I know, saw that. It cracked me up, yo. That was wild. It, we, we be wilding out here. Oh man, I, I miss going to places. I miss places. <laughs> I miss places. places. Yeah. I, that's the best line Mitchell ever. <laughs> I don't even remember saying that. You, that was you. That was all you, dude. It does sound like something I would say. Y'all remember places. Man, I miss places. Man, I miss places. Oh, oh but I also misplace things. So, you know, I miss places. It would also be a self uh, identifying act. Uh, don't you hate what you like when you like lose your tools? That's like the worst. Yeah. God. Oh, man. Well, how would you describe your friend? Well, he missed places a lot. Misplaces. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I'm going to get out of that joke. Next. Literally. Yes. Literally and figuratively. Please check out Garden at Oh yeah, yeah. Camp. Oh yeah, cue the music, For roll sure. the thing. Most definitely. I've already forgot the name of the this thing. This is Alive by Garden. And check out Creature 2, his newest release on Spotify and Bandcamp. What? Yay. Okay. No, I'm serious. Pasteurized is a weird name for something that has nothing to do with a big open where you, prairie. Where do you think that cows live? Pasteurized is like the, what yeah. they do to the milk. It's like a process. Because Louis Pasteur, you know, he just wanted that for his... He was trying to flex real hard back in the day. I'm just saying, I feel like it's really <laughs> misleading. Like pasteurized milk. Like, oh, he's such a happy cow. I'm glad it worked out because like you ever fucking add like peanut butter to ice cream? That shit's fire. Don't you start with that <laughs> nasty ass shit. That's the grossest thing Whoa, I've ever seen. It's like, oof. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard no. Don't do that. To don't yourself. don't be a goofy like Alex and and put peanut butter on ice cream. No, it's just the way that you no. It's the way that you go about making. It's not like you. No, no, no. Listen to this. It's not just peanut butter and ice cream and then you dollop it on top and you know just om nom nom. It's not that. No, there's a whole chemical process that goes into making this monstrosity happen. Oh my goodness, dude! I so I went camping with Alex this weekend and I watched him make the most crackhead dessert I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I'm Kill me, please. <laughs> So, we didn't so it bring, doesn't stop at the peanut butter and ice cream. No. This. So uh, we didn't. We brought marshmallows, but we didn't bring the rest of the stuff for s'mores. And so Alex was like, "No problem. We've got the marshmallows. We've got fresh strawberries, and I've got pop tarts." <laughs> <laughs> so I watched Alex just take like some toasted pop tarts, toasted by the fire, with some like warmed up strawberries. And then a bunch of marshmallows, and he had these like skewers from the fire that he was basically using as like a fork slash mixing spoon, just mixing it all up on a plate. And it looked like it probably tasted delicious, but oh, it was it looked, a it literal looked, and figurative hot mess. It looked and sounded like wow, that's actually like why? Why does that sound good all of a sudden? Why does that sound good? And then like, I'm act- still torn on whether I would order that at a restaurant. And then actually, I can see it tasting good. Then, like actually eating it, it was just like, why the fuck did I do this to myself? <laughs> why would you choose this? You did look oh. just kind of resigned to your fate most of the time you were eating it. Oh my god, what have you done? Like I imagine, like I'm in one of those commercials with like the Sarah McLachlan, and it's just yeah. like, and just like staring off, and I'm just in, like looking sad, like in the eyes of an angel. <laughs> yeah. For just pennies a day, and there's just like you can buy Alex one graham cracker so that he can have a normal s'more. There's this plastic spork just coming from the side of the camera to his like sadly open mouth, and just feeding him this monstrosity, and just oh 
my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I swear in my pa- in my past life, I was like an, an NYC crackhead or something stupid. <laughs> just like, who thinks of this? You know, just like, hey, I'm going to take Pop-Tarts. It's a bear's brew. Strawberries. You know? Yeah. Marshmallows, like you know, like maybe if like I had like you know a master chef and like a convection burner or something there, and you know like uh, uh, you know someone who from like the show Cake Boss helping me, yeah, right, it would be great. But no, to my own expertise, like no, I let myself down more times than I'd like to admit. You know, they say it. It, it, it requires. <laughs> you know, people will say that you walked so others could run with disgusting desserts. It was more like I, I, I fell on my face so the others could be like, <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, but yes, most definitely mental things mean. No, I'm not. I'm not. He, don't he, thank he's. me. I, I, this is pure ridicule. This is not. As long as people is just having this fun and they're having a good laugh and we're all being a goofy together. I mean, I'd probably eat it too. <laughs> so, I'll make fun of it until it's in my mouth. Innocent until proven guilty. There you go. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, thanks for listening to Gucci. We're back. It's not who we listen to. <laughs> you see why I don't run this segment? You said I don't. I don't run anything. If you do listen to Gucci High Waters, also thank you for listening to him. But uh, that is not the person we're featuring this. Particular welcome back week. to Law and Order Special Snacks Unit. Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> mm. we investigate truly heinous crimes against desserts. We got our best detective on it. Me. <laughs> Right back at it again. Thank you for tuning in to the March and Mitch podcast featuring Celine Santa's Pond. I'm Alex Marchewski, and we're here with producer and creator Mitchell Hearing. Mitchell, what can you tell us on this week's episode of Nostalgia Trip? Last week, we we very, very haphazardly spoke about our favorite moments in the 2004 film Grind. Everything from nostalgic That's music true. and emo bands to skateboarding to shops to old school Tom Green craziness. This week we have a film called Boys Don't Cry, wow. which is one of my favorite Cure songs. <laughs> which is featured in this film, in fact. That's right. I almost had it. I said it was The Clash, and I'm ashamed that I got it wrong. I'm like, $10, $20, $20. This is, the cl- this is The Clash. I can tell. And then it was The Cure, and I was like, Darn it. You win some, you lose some. $20 down the toilet. But this week, we're going to learn some. So what do you have to tell us about this movie? Because we know I'm the music nerd of the group. I ain't seen movies for shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that is that is funny. Yeah, I definitely... Um, What's the word I have? Does this, does this movie like a timepiece for 1999? Oh, is that correct? Yeah, for sure. And personally, I find it, it was a really good movie. I, I just saw it. And again, I, I don't, I have known about it for a really long time. The, the name, the title, uh, cult classic. Mm-hmm. I, I always assumed it was a cult classic. And it was. It totally, Is it yeah. considered a cult classic? I think so. I mean, it held up even after all these years today for the first time. So yeah, that's actually, you know what? This is a really good one because I had not seen it and it's 2020. It was put out 30 years ago. So nice contrast. Then. Well, okay. 20 years ago, 21 years ago, 21 yeah. years ago. It can drink now. It can drink now. Yeah. yeah um, okay. And it's, uh, it's really good. Yeah. As far as anyone who hasn't seen it, it's, uh, the trials and tribulations of, <sighs> how would you say this? Um, Cool if I cut in. Yeah, cut in. So the so the movie's uh, about so it's a real story. It's it's featuring the story of a real person named Brandon Tina, who was a trans man, who. Uh, so spoiler alert: this movie has a really tragic end. It's definitely a movie that's not necessarily for if you're having tr- trying to have a good turn up night. Probably not the mood for that. Um, <laughs> really excellent movie, but really really sad. Um, particularly because it's a true story. But I think the reason it really stands out is because it's such a honest and intimate and at some points gruesome look at what it was like to be a trans person during the the late 80s, which is when uh, Brennan Tina was alive. That's right. It was set back into the 80, early 80s. Yeah. Early 80s. And uh, I'll actually, I'll fact check that because I forget exactly right, where, for sure. when, when exactly this occurred. The movie was in 1989. The, crazy, the craziest part about this whole movie is, as, as I was watching it, is that you couldn't film that today's world with, uh, the, with the biggest budget in Hollywood. There's no way it would get through. There's so much uh, sensitivity around all these issues. And it was so shocking. It was like watching one. It was so real. And I think that's what, what made it such a good movie is that I felt the entire time uh, the the premise of the whole story being it, it felt real like it felt like somebody it was this person 
uh, who who had left town, who was like cut ties with their family, who had completely, you know, basically been rejected by everybody that they knew growing up and, and transplant themselves into this world. Uh, and like fucking 50, 50, 50 miles away somewhere into a yeah. different world. Not only that, but being alienated from your own family. Oh, it's gotta be. Yeah. Oh, That's sure. how they cue it up. Like, um, he's living with his brother and his brother kicks him out. Cousin. Uh, yeah. C- cousin, family member, whatever. You know, they're all cousins down there. Unpopular opinion. Jokes aside, the movie itself. Yeah. So, you know, transported and starts this new life with this uh, group of friends. And it's super cool. And all the stuff that they do and all the things that they go through uh, up until the end, it was, uh, again, you couldn't do it in today's world, but it was so dramatic that it seemed to have, and again, based off the true story. So I don't know, I don't know what you do if they, I, I honestly, the first thing I was thinking is this movie should be remade. Like this movie needs to be retold. And I don't know how they would do that because there was a lot of gruesome scenes that were, you know, uh, that are true to yeah. real life. Right. Yeah. yeah. They would probably tone it down a bit, but it was, uh, well, and one thing that I think would be interesting to see if, if it were to be remade today, cause one of the biggest criticisms of this, of this movie is that Hillary Swank uh, uh, yes. does an incredible job playing Brandon Tina. Um, I, I mean, just a really stunning performance. Uh, but a lot of people have pointed out the fact that obviously trans people do exist and a mm-hmm. lot of them are actors. There's no reason that we can't get an actual trans man to play this role of a trans man rather than having a woman dress up like a man, which is kind of a bastardization of the yeah. understanding of, of what it means to be trans. So I think it would be interesting to see it be remade now, now that we've got, yeah, you know, we, we have more of a push to include... Um, queer it actors in every in every circle. Yeah, like, I, I think it could be done, but it would also, I think, have to be vastly different than how it was done in 1999. Yeah, this is great info. I would. Uh, <laughs> Alex is yeah, and and if you haven't seen it, like um, uh, I wouldn't have. Yeah, this would be totally outside my my air of realm for sure. But um, yeah, Alex, you should watch it. It's a uh, and just to return to the our, very, kind of our wheelhouse of music, I'm very really great soundtrack. Oh really? Okay, great, great, including great. yeah, Boys Don't Cry by the Cure. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is in oh, yeah. that. That this, movie and yeah, the the music is done really well. I forget who else who else they feature as uh, as uh, music, musicians on the soundtrack, but great music. Mm-hmm. It all flows very seamlessly with everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah, to be, to be a a marginal scope of you know <laughs> what's happening in today's world as far as yeah uh, that kind of progression and stuff, but to also have that be our nostalgia trip of the week, whether it's through the lens of music. Or through what life was like in this time period, it's very sparking uh, an interest for me to want to go check that out. So you guys have definitely yeah. done a great job, and I really, I really am. Also, to touch on coming full circle and stuff. In our first episode, Mitch, we talked about like coming of age films. Would you say this is a coming of age film? Oh yeah, definitely. The nice. only, the only, the only criticism I had was like the lighting of the film was really bad in mm-hmm. certain. In and I, it's nineteen ninety nine, so again. I, you know, that was like, I had flashlights. Where, 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 where was the setting though? Are we talking like California, oh, Southwest, uh, East Coast, or, or Fudge, Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska yeah. Of all places but uh, oh. there's just some, there were just some scenes that were like really oddly lit with like spotlights and some, mm-hmm. du- oh, there's like mm-hmm. this one scene where they're making out and all by the water and it's got this like weird soft light above them. Right. And, and, and then the, just a spotlight glaring it, like one radius. It was, in the it was very <laughs> soft. Boom, boom in the shot. Yeah. Boom, very boom soft corn, shot. soft corn porn. Uh, Dawson's <laughs> Creek. It was just kind of weird. Um, you know, I was waiting for the music cue. I don't want to wait, you know, for our lives <laughs> to be over. But anyways, Right on. Right Thanks on, for the right segment, on. guys. I really appreciated that. I always enjoy coming back to the past to check out some of the cool things from whether it be Cinnabon, music, Cinnabon, Cinnabon's at the local mall. <laughs> oh dang! And now I want Cinnabon. Oh, Cinnabon! Why, why is it gotta be like this? Oh man, all the all the snacks come on to me. But most most definitely. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell Herring, Celine Stannis Pond, thank you so much for enlightening us on the topic this week for our nostalgia trip. That's Boys Don't Cry from the year 1999. That's correct. This movie's old enough to drink with me. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, we'll do my favorite segment, Marchinsky's Brewskies at the end of the show. Steam rolling along all nice and smooth. We're going to end up somewhere at a crossroads. But first, what do we have here? Wait, what? <laughs> so I believe that somebody has an unpopular opinion to share with us today. Oh, God, I wish we had a theme song for that. 
I'm, again, I'm stealing this from the BBC, so like this is not a, this is not an original topic, but it definitely is unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinions. Wait, I wait. I just talked on a segment. I mean, does anyone else have an unpopular opinion? Because I don't want to hog all. Hog, all my opinions are popular. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. In the guise of under appreciated opinions, yes and no, maybe so. If we're going to add fuel to the fire, I'm going to go right ahead this week with this week's unpopular opinion. I hate babies. Oh, my. I hate babies. I don't I don't want kids around every. If you're my friend's kids, you're cool. Okay, if you're my friend's kids, you're cool. I hate babies. No, no more. Don't make any more kids. Quit that shit. Come on. It's a pretty good unpopular opinion. Yeah, man. Okay, you know, like if you're my friend's kids, like, hey, you're probably cool because we're friends already. So that means by, by default, the kids must be pretty cool. Unguilty know. by association. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But to stop making more of them. No, there's too many. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> so tell me why, Alex. No, why, don't. Why? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> why no more babies? <laughs> you can't pester him on the topic because it's unpopular. It's just the unpopular opinion. Well, he doesn't need to back it up with facts. We just talk about why babies suck. <laughs> I mean, like, but he didn't I, tell me why babies suck. Like, I don't know. Like, what? Why you got to tell us what? Do you think babies suck, <laughs> Celine? Why don't you hate babies? <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just saying, if you don't hate babies, you're you might be in the wrong place. I guess a baby just never did anything to me. Like maybe if a baby, like yet, mugged me. How many babies or, have you been around? Like I mean, I've been around a lot of babies, and I don't know. Maybe working for a call center is has something to do with it because I talk to so many adults who right. say horrible things every day. Like. Right. Like today, this one grown lady threatened to choke me. Right. A baby has literally never threatened to choke me. I mean, just in my entire life. They can't talk. You don't know what they're thinking. That's one of the best things about them. That's what makes them so menacing. They could literally be plotting your death. Uh, yeah, and what are they going to do about it with their tiny little hands that can't hold things? I don't know. What would Jeffrey Dahmer do? Oh, no. Like maybe this evil little baby can't tell you it wants to kill you. You haven't oh, seen But it can't do anything about it either. Have you not seen Child's Baby's Play? Baby's the best people. Child's Play. I've not seen Child's Play. Chucky the doll. He's basically a baby. Sounds like he's a doll. He's a doll. What inspired this unpopular opinion <laughs> is essentially I was at the DMV one time and I was I, I wanted to renew my license and uh, I had actually went up to the counter and I'm like I'm, I'm I'm here to renew my license and they're like okay okay cool 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 yeah and um as I as I went to uh, go grab my information. From my pocketbook, a woman came up to me and she's like, excuse, excuse me, sir, sir, sir. Have you seen my baby? I'm like, what? Have you seen my baby? I'm like, I've never met this woman in my life. And she she freaked out and then told me that I, I in fact, stole her baby. I'm like, wait, 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 you're kidding. Are you kidding? This You were accused for baby theft. I had never seen this woman in my life. Uh, that wasn't. And I, I, she just <laughs> That's kept. That's not what I asked you. I said you were accused of baby theft. I was accused of baby theft, but I had never committed an actual act of, of grand theft. Child. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly accused yes. of baby theft. And then. I mean, grand theft means it has to be worth over $1,000. Right. I don't know any babies worth $1,000. Grand theft child. It's like minor theft child. Yeah. Exactly. But then security came down there, and it turns out she was, she was just addicted, addicted to methamphetamine. Right. And then there was. Okay. Yeah, security at the DMV? That's not a thing. Uh, it, was at the, it was at the mall. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul what? Blart comes rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brachinski. This lady said you've been stealing babies. And that wasn't the fact. It turns out she was just a child trapped inside of her own goddamn right. mind. Sir, yeah. I mean, have you looked at her teeth? Ah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you may go. As he wheels off. So if, if babies just weren't a thing, I probably would have just gotten my license and like a lot faster and I could have just went about my day. Does this mean you hate yourself? Because you, at one point, were in fact a baby. Oh my God. Is that where it comes from? The self-loathing? <laughs> <laughs> This week on Dr. Herring, <laughs> this guy says he's never been a baby. I've never been a baby, okay? You, sir, I'm Alexander, I have your birth certificate from the Antelope Valley Hospital from the year 1992. 
wasn't me. <laughs> is this or is this not your baby picture? I've Mr. never Marchewski. seen that man in my life. Get that baby out of here. <laughs> is it still is it still self hate if it's just a past version of you? Uh yeah. Well, oh. that's that's when we touch on time is not linear, but is you know, anyways, but no. Definitely is not. All right, Freud nine Definitely is not. This suit is black knot. See, I would counter your baby dislike with, I would say babies are okay. Okay. It's not with the top. It's, it's not the segment. I can't counter with a different. This, this is not popular slash wow. unpopular opinions. It's unpopular opinions only. You can't sit with us. I can't have a different unpopular opinion. Not on the segment. Wait till the next one. Wow. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's unpopular. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to say is that I would say that. Actual children are worse because one time I babysat for a seven-year-old and I wouldn't let him have ice cream. And he ended up telling me that I'm so fat that I should just roll to school instead of driving so that I could save money on gas. And ever since then, I won't hang out with seven-year-olds. What uh, the? Is this child a demon? What? <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Holy heck, heckin' partner. What a rude kiddo. Do you need some ice for that burn? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clever for a kid. Oh That's why I don't goodness. trust them. Yeah, see? They only Smarter get worse. than they look. Seven-year-olds oh are considered babies. Maybe right? maybe that was actually a reptilian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That could do it. They they uh they um they do that. They they be doing that. Uh all right. Wow. Great unpopular opinion segment, guys. Uh, 10 out of 10 would not recommend <laughs> to anyone ever. Please, Lord, no more babies. Stop having the babies. Unless you're, unless if you, if you do happen to be a friend of me and, and let's say the baby thing happens, then I'll, I'll let it slide because we're, if we're friends, we're probably cool. So yeah. then that's okay. But if you're, you're not, there's if a you're vetting not, process. if you're not a friend of mine, then don't have kids because I don't like this shit. Right. It, there's a vetting process. I hate babies. Yeah. <laughs> we know, we know, Alex. It's okay. We know. All right. Let's uh let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yes. Yes what? Ready. Ready for what? Ready for the party? We are ready. Or for Alex Marchuski's Brewskis. We're back right at it again with the Brewskis. And that's for Truskis. Cuz I'm stole Alex Marchuski. <laughs> His Cheers for the beer. It. It's all good. We're here for the party, and we're all doing gang stuff tonight. It's time to turn up for a brief moment, responsibly, of course. Uh, responsibly, you can't be a baby to enjoy one of these beverages. The, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> the Marchuskis Brewski Suck it, babies. of yeah. the week, coming at you live from Pelican Brewing, is the Beak Breaker. Yeah. And it is a yeah. double IPA known for having golden citrus tropical aroma and uh, some really, really big punchy hops. This is a 90 IBU. You know, your average, like, yeah, some of these IPAs I've had in Oregon, they're clocking yeah. in around 70 or 80. Yeah. You know, and like, it's like, okay, yep, that's an IPA. It's, we're on a summer patio outside of like, you know, your local brewery, you know, or like Salem Hill Works and, you know, it's like, okay, yep, that is, that is hops. Yeah. But you drink this, you drink this, it could be f freezing, frigid, cold, and you're like, dang, that has really hit me in the mouth with the hoppiness. Yeah. I, I would commonly refer to this, uh, this beer and our group of friends, I would just call it the dick breaker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if, if it's just 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 some kind of like. You know, <laughs> well, my favorite thing is there's the this is the beak breaker, which is the double IPA, and then they've also got the beak bender, right? Just the, the just everything bends IPA. before it breaks. The softer, more uh, more pliable. Yeah, the little cousin that comes to only Thanksgiving, but is not allowed to sit with you at the table because you know you're a bad influence. Most definitely, I relate this a lot to my life because you know they say everything bends before it breaks. You know, it took me getting you know bronchiospasm and like you know chronic asthma seven or eight times before I finally put the cigarette back down. But, you know, I've had multiple problems because of, of alcohol. And that 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 is that is one thing that keeps bending, but does not but does not seem to break completely. I can't think of too many actual real life objects like that. Katana sword, maybe. Yeah. What 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 can bend? A what can, what can bend? Oh, riddle. What can bend? Does can it? never break. That's a good one. And there is an answer. If you know the answer to the riddle, comment and subscribe. To our channel here at the Munch and Fish podcast, because <laughs> I, I find out I, next week. No, on. no, see, I want you. To, anyone? I, I don't know. Anyone? Oh, okay, uh, I just well, rubber band. Mm. A fruit roll up. Mm, nope. No, shit, that shit will tear in half. Actually, uh, I got it. This is really, it's really fucking what? nerdy. What? Light. 
Oh. oh. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Boom, 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 boom. Holy physics shit. jokes here. Yeah, right? Literally, you can hold up a diamond and like be fucking just bending and refracting light, but it doesn't actually break. Mm-hmm. The yeah. photon particles so- maintain. <laughs> Holy shit balls. Science. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wish I made that up. I think I feel like I did on the spot, but I definitely, I guarantee that was some subconscious. This, this is got, no, yeah. this is very true because because light can bend and reflect through glass. You know, for most of the time, I've noticed that just waking up in hotel rooms with people I don't know, what? and you see the the the, the light kind of refract through the, ch- the 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 thin cheap glass, and it bends, but it still maintains. Hold on, this is a true statement. Hold on, off topic, off topic. Reel it back, reel it back, every back, pelican. Brewery, double IPA. Right back at it again with beer, this time for real. Uh, did we mention that this is an Oregon brand? No, we did not. Uh, oh, Pelican, we're not, we're not going to. We're not going oh, to. Yeah. Okay, we're not mentioning that. Okay, now it's mentioned. Right. It's, it's unmentioned. It's, it's not been unmentioned. All the Pelican beers are easy <laughs> to identify because they feature a large beaked uh, a bird. From what I, I can remember, most of these animals are descendants of actual raptors. Oh, pelicans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like their grandpas and grandmas were, were all raptors at yeah. some point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now they're... You know, dinosaurs never really died. They're just chickens now. What? Yeah. Yeah. Fact. No, like chickens are like one of the closest relatives to actual dinosaurs. Yeah. You order, you know, that 18 piece from KSC, you might as well get yourself a large raptor size. Okay, you're basically <laughs> getting a T-Rex's shitty cousin. Yeah. Oh my freaking goodness. Just metal as fuck. Yeah. It's true, though. Well, and I, and I never liked that they weren't ever just depicted in the history books as like birds and not. I guess like that they don't really teach that anyway. Yeah, you know, unpopular I think you're right. opinion. Everything they teach you about history is wrong. No, I think you're right. Did they even talk next about week? Di- Did they even talk about dinosaurs in the Bible? I heard they don't even talk about dinosaurs in the Bible. Yeah, I heard that's not a thing. That's like one of the big discrepancies. Yeah, Jesus never even mentions dinosaurs. Yeah. What kind of okay? If Jesus was gonna have like a, a dinosaur to ride, what dinosaur would it be? Ooh, uh, I want to say Stegosaurus. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, see, I'm thinking. If you say Triceratops, I will cut you. No, see, I'm <laughs> like thinking he's got to have something tall <laughs> and like peaceful. Brontosaurus? Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking like Brontosaurus, Apatosaurus, something in that family. Tall, gentle, graceful. He can like climb up its neck and stand on its head if he needs to give speeches. Nah, dude, he'd be riding a raptor around making people like a basically like a little motorcycle. Just like, ah! Dude, no. <laughs> the Romans would have the raptors. Nah. It would be all like the, the leaf-eating dinosaurs nah. versus the and raptors. And I really, I really do sympathize because these beers will freaking roll up on you like some Jurassic Park shit. By the time you're done drinking three of these, you'll be like, holy <laughs> Yeah, he's not joking. Most definitely, yeah, okay, because like I, I, I would grow up drinking you know, some 8%, 9% beers. You have a couple beak breakers, you're going to just be like, a prop problem will happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your beak is broken. A prop problem will happen. Problem will, trouble will find you. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had this much trouble since I used to hang out at the West Side. I used to have like two angels on my shoulder looking out for me, and then I started hanging out with this gang, and now I just have a really like pissed off looking pelican with sunglasses like, just fucking do it. <laughs> so what do you got? What else you got to do? It's fucking everything's closed. What go on? Fucking just do it. Don't it's like it. not even the fucking hurricane and steel reserve is nine percent. They're gonna make this beer nine percent. It's like chaos. Is steel reserve nine percent? Steel reserve is eight point one, dude. Oh my god, that's not that really puts this in perspective. I think I have a problem because I remember steel reserve was the go to for the uh, the forty or the thirty two, whatever it may be. Uh, for the weekend of, you know, pain. You Mo- know? Most definitely, because it's got to be a cheap buy, but it's got to get you like, you know, it's got to give you a little bit of that quantity over quality vibe because who doesn't <laughs> like chugging down a bunch of carbonation on a given weeknight? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But what I really enjoyed about Pelican Brewing is just their dedication to having a good crafty IPA and then just having it available. You can go to any Fred Myers or grocery and it'll slap mm-hmm. you in the face. You go to the local convenience store. Um, you know, and then the can artwork's really minimalist. I, I oh, like how it's easy to just oh, identify. Oh. Nice tinges of green. It kind of reminds me of the Philadelphia Eagles, while the Beak Breaker that we're supporting tonight oh, right, right, right. has kind of that creamsicle, like Denver Broncos mm-hmm. vibe. We're talking like John Elway, man. Sports ball! More sports ball! <laughs> <laughs> 
that's that's what I hear when you start mentioning like fucking football thing. It just that's the, that's the little voice in my head just starts screaming that, and it just, sports ball, football. It's a nine year old who's got a fucking fanny pack on, and he's just playing with his dad, and he doesn't know how to catch a ball, and he's yelling sports ball. His dad beams him in the face <laughs> with his autographed, you know. <laughs> prize family possession that he's taken out the glass case to play catch on th- with his- On Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. On Thanksgiving. And his son is never the same after that. On Thanksgiving. Yeah. Anyways, the Pelican Brewery that we went to, we went there. We did go there. What? Yeah. Yes. What did you guys go? What? It was the uh, weekend that we did the things. Yeah, the, the one with the things. Well, when were the things with the drugs? It was a while ago, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, we were in uh, Pacific City. Yeah, we went to Pacific City. I uh, got an Airbnb there, and oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah and so that's where uh, the Pelican Brewery is is located. Yeah, and the so the brewery, the beer selection is obviously incredible. Yep. They definitely have a really good taste. Don't you knock platter. on the food. Those cheese, it's not vegetarian friendly, but it's not the, vegetarian friendly. But the cheese curds. Celine Santa's pond is vegetarian. We know what we do. Mitchell, Mitchell dabbles, but we're, we're where is Mitchell's uh, dietary restrictions? Why are you putting people on blast like that? We just said it's not vegetarian friendly. We didn't say it wasn't friendly to us. I didn't. I, it was not my sentiments. I was just saying <laughs> for the people on the show to sympathize with. But I forget, Mitchell. Are you vegetarian? No. Nothing that matters. There's no right or wrong answer, no, buddy. No. I'm wait. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for someone special. So let's confirm Mitchell is a cannibal, guys. Thank you. <laughs> I have been vegetarian. I've been vegan. And you know what? Uh, for this this sedentary, sedimentary. Thank you for clarifying. You know, this this this, this small moment of time I'm eating meat and then will be eventually forever moving back to vegetarianism. So you know. what was the menu like there, guys? Menu was oh uh, anyways everything's pretty much garbage but the cheese curds <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry the Pelican beer was great yeah your restaurant it's a great vibe it's super was the cool. server friendly yeah super friendly oh Just, yeah great yay. service they've got a really like cute but not like obtrusive specific city bro uh, gift like, shop up at the front so yeah, there's some cute merch that you can get it's specific city what do you expect like I mean people are going there to get drunk uh, get away from their kids or bring their kids somewhere away that they don't have to be around them. That sounds like a nice weekend trip. It is, and it's great. You know, I love watching kids cry with their parents, you know. <laughs> Johnny, sit down. Let's sit go. down. Let's could, go. I, could, I, could I get a pelican, please? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Family, our family restaurant's great. Yeah. And that plays into our next segment. I give the pelican beak breaker eight broken beaks out of ten as we careen off the flight path straight into... The current event and our closing topics for the week, we're going to talk about reopening of certain establishments and businesses in the COVID crisis. Word. Celine and Mitchell take no, away. No, 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 no. Celine. I'm, happy, yeah, to, so I'm guys- happy to chime in as I am an industry worker myself as a career server bartender. I take pride in caring about when people tell me to bring the food stuff because if I don't bring the food stuff, I will hate myself for a month. Jobs. Yeah, so you guys, you guys, uh, you two and our listeners included have probably noticed that we're living through a global pandemic right now. What? Strange times indeed. Since when? You didn't know? Who? I'll, I'll tell you in later. No. But okay. yeah, so, uh, so global pandemic. And so I Alex plenty of earlier, he's. <laughs> what do you mean? There's too many of them. I you need to throw m- out some of these pans. It's getting crazy. There's too many pans. <laughs> But so yeah, uh, Mr. Marchewski mentioned a little bit earlier, he's looking at a, a, a meeting back at his work and we, no, we're gonna no have to knocks tab. We're going to we're gonna have to believe that. No names. We can't do at names At the fine here. establishment of... No, no, not even for copyright reasons. I'm just, I'm just embarrassed that I work there. I don't want women or my friends or anyone cool to know that I work at Applebee's. I'm sorry. <laughs> start it over. Start, start the tape over. <laughs> Start, start the show. Fuck, fuck it. <laughs> fuck. We'll do it live. What I would actually tell people is I would say I'm a nightlife expert at AAG. There you go. <laughs> it's Apple American groups. <laughs> say I'm a nightlife expert. <laughs> Sorry, not to, not to interrupt you. Go, go on. Yeah, global global so, uh, pandemic. So uh, our, our, our host here, uh, Alex, is looking at a, a meeting at his work to potentially look at opening up the restaurant that he's working at. Yes. And a lot of the places around here uh, in Oregon as well as in California and a lot of other states are looking to start reopening. Um, restaurants specifically first seem to be kind of the first order of business, but then looking to reopen everything else. Mm-hmm. And 
it's it just boggles my mind that we're seeing, uh, you know, particularly states like California, which have been kind of on the vanguard of playing it cautious and listening to scientists saying what we need to do. It boggles my mind that even these states are kind of starting to move into opening things back up. And it's interesting because, you know, you, you get the perspective of obviously people need to get back to work and people want to be doing something and being able totally, to feed their totally, families. Totally. You do? You understand that perspective? Well, uh, yeah, and, and that's a fair call out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in a, a line of work I'm at a call center where I'm able to continue working throughout this. That's so great I don't personally to, right. understand that. But These are great points to bring up. and I, I These are just respect. parents who want to get the fuck away from their kids. Let's be honest. What? That's what's <laughs> happening here. The Karens of the world have had it. And as our segment <laughs> said, we hate babies. They do, too. They just already have them. Oh, yeah. and they just like, I, I remember going to the mall and like something that they're like yelling at the people working at GameStop because like they actually like have to like hang out with their kids during all this because they, yeah. <laughs> they get the damn video games from the fucking GameStop. But no, Selena, I respect your sentiments. I actually do look at the bigger picture here. Um, I know my my net worth and what I'm capable of getting away with. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a no wife, no kids kind of guy. So like, I'm like, okay, cool. Don't work for a while. Like, I'm going to go chill. I'm going to go just do gigs for a bit, play guitar for eight hours. Uh, you know, light up a, a doobie, then remember I have asthma, then give <laughs> then give give the doobie to someone else. Uh, go hang out with a friend, hop on a skateboard, fall off the skateboard, uh, mow a lawn, and then realize that that's actually not my house or my lawn. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, but but in all seriousness, yeah, looking at uh, what you guys told me last week, looking at all the hospitals in China and Italy, it's mm -hmm. it's important to kind of look at the big picture here. Me being a selfish guy, I kind of get tunnel vision sometimes and I forget to look at the big picture. So I really appreciate you guys kind of giving me more info on the topic. Thank you. Well, and like outside of all of the like the seriousness of it, like I just think it's so funny that we have all of these people out here protesting and like some yeah. people are even getting violent because they literally want the right to go back to work. Yeah. And to me, Yay, the obvious solution capitalism. is like, it just, it's so crazy to me the people who are like, yeah, I've got a gun. I'm ready to use it. They're like, I am going to oh, use man. my gun so that I can go oh, back to my, yeah. so I can go back to my minimum wage job. Oh, cause they want to work. Oh, I thought they just wanted to visit. With no the, benefit. No. I thought they just wanted to go to Applebee's no, really no. bad. Oh, wow. No. Okay. This is Damn it. Just like, <laughs> man, yeah. like these people spent so long hyping themselves up on the fact that they've got guns and they're like not ready to let the government tell them what to do. And now that they finally have a chance to be like, the government's not going to tell me what to do. And that's why he had a shotgun, was firing they're a shotgun and yelling, Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's wild to me. The, the times that we live in where we're, it's a good point though. Where yeah. people are yeah, really fighting to go back to work when to me, the obvious solution is that we should just all continue to stay inside with some type of, I don't want to feed the capitalist income. engine. I don't want to feed the capitalist no. engine at all. Well, it is, it is crazy. The amount of uh, stuff that circulates and the amount of people talking about the haircut situation. And that seems really insane to me. Like people are just freaking out about haircuts and working <laughs> And right. like all of this stuff just blows my mind. Like, how are you even on the same? How are you? How are you? And I'm not no disrespect, but how are you human? Like, right. This you are you are some like you genuinely think that your haircut you, or you going to your your shitty minimal wage job is more important than the fact that people could actually die here. People are actually dying here. Yeah. And this is fact, but also Mitchell, those are just reptilians that are overcompensating and they want to look as human as possible at all times. That's yeah. a fair point. Yeah. The reptilians need to keep the disguise. I mean, I also, I also subscribe to the whole, like, you know, as a species, you know, eventually we'll develop antibodies for it. So like, I also subscribe to that, but at the same time, I know there's lots of people at risk who could avoid that and don't have the time to develop antibodies or, you know, generational whatevers. Uh, right. so like those are the to, people who need to be protected. Like those It's easy the, to foresee how we'll survive as a species. Yeah. It's, it's less easy. It's not about me. It's about, you know, people who are at risk and I respect that. And I'm, I'm Mitchell nailed it on. Yeah. Mitchell high five, high yes, five, buddy. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's what it's really about. Yeah, I, uh, I'll live I, as long as the cockroaches, man. I'm in, I'm indestructible. Exactly, and the reason why I respect that is because I, I would play in a local band. We were, we were recording some uh, some singles with a guy in Portland, and like you know, we wanted to get the music out asap. And then you know, this crisis happens, and he's like, "You guys can't come over." I'm like, "Why? Well, we we paid. We want to pay you." Like, my family's here, man. I got my kid here. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, you know what, dude? That's that's pretty punk rock. Let's keep it. Punk <laughs> yeah. Rock. yeah, yeah, yeah. Caring about people is punk rock. Caring about people and their families is punk rock. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Word.
But yeah, so uh, my my take is continue to stay home as much as possible, even if things reopen. Remember that we're not over this hill yet. No. Did you see that? What and the, we will going be over Texas? it way faster if we all continue Did to Did you see home. what's going on with Texas Word. after no. they reopen? Oh, there's like a thousand new cases in five days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. It, yeah, it looked like it checked out too. It was, uh, it was off Facebook, but like the link led to an article that was linked to um, one of the health websites out there. Man, uh, if only every single doctor <laughs> and health representative had told us about this before it happened. Yeah, no, no, no. It's going to happen. Yeah, so basically, yeah, I'm glad that uh, at least that uh, for now, the job that are available current you know I'm just gonna skip on that I'm just glad that we are all happy and healthy and able to you know not spread this disease by going out and getting our haircuts and going out to Applebee's and Most you know definitely. slathering my slobber all over a Salisbury steak and you know having the dishwasher catch the COVID-19 with his hands as he scrapes off my leftover plates into the, the disposal as he washes his hands to go smoke his cigarette on his 15-minute break as he shares a drag with the neighbor at the uh, subway across the street. And that's how you get coronavirus. Good night. Exactly. And that's why I give this week's topic 14 ribeye steaks out of 12 and eight cigarette drags out of eight. Please stay home, stay safe, and uh, get some new hobbies. Uh, Take up guitar. Count your coin collection. Count your friends' coin collection. Start, but a- only if you live with them or see them regularly. Exactly. Good night. F- follow rules and guidelines. And thank you for tuning in to the March and Mitch podcast right here from Kaiser, Oregon. Shout out to Celine Santa's Pond, Mitchell Herring, and myself, Alexander Marchewski. Thank you all for tuning in to our podcast this week. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. Check us out on Spotify and Podbean. Check out the artists of the week. And Garden. iTunes. And iTunes now. Nobody has Podbean. Let's be real. <laughs> just, iTunes. Just, iTunes and Spotify. and Spotify. Yeah. iTunes and Spotify. Yeah. Be sure right. to listen to Creature 2 by Artist Garden. Check it out. As well as the 1990 film Boys Don't Cry. When I have <laughs> the capacity and emotions to do so, I will probably enjoy the film because I am a boy who likes to cry. Thank you for tuning in. Good night.